Welcome in to DTC FP joining me here, LP, on the DTC pod. It's been a long time. I feel like we say that every time we open up the show, but it really has. I don't remember the last time uh, we, we podcasted together. There's been a lot going on in our lives. Uh, FP, you started a new podcast. I have been just busy with family life and all that stuff. Um, a lot has been also going on in the sports world. I don't know. Um, there's just too many topics to talk about. I'll start rambling off, and you tell me where you want to start. We Let's have go. we have Mary Bowser not allowing any fans into any DC stadiums. Finally, allowing them um, in for what the last few games of the regular season. We have the football team and the draft. We have Aaron Rodgers coming to DC. <laughs> oh, wait, that's for, that's for a future pod. We have Tim Tebow returning back to the NFL. We have, I mean, it just, just goes on and on and on. Um, but let's talk about the topics at on hand. Um, the NHL playoffs start this weekend. The NBA playoffs soon to start, or the, the playing games to start next week. Uh, give us a breakdown on um, the Caps, and is Ovi going to be ready to go? He says he's 100%. Um, what are you what are you hearing i like it i like it we're we're jumping right into it um yeah so the the caps have been one of the better teams uh this year the entire sort of nhl structure changed with this covid season um but they've they've been good um except goaltending obviously hasn't been good ever since you lose holtby and and Grubauer is doing amazing for the Avalanche, but um, we're banged up, but we've been resting the important guys for the last few games. So the anticipation is they're all going to be ready to go for the playoffs. I'll be ready for Boston. Um, good news is I think Oshi took to the ice today for practice. That was my biggest concern. Uh, I think Kuzi and Samsonov, I haven't checked lately, but I think they're still um, – disciplinary suspension, whatever, for, for COVID violations. Uh, so who knows when they'll be ready um, or if they are ready, when they'll get their their ice legs, hockey legs back, skates back, whatever the phrase is for hockey. Um, but, I mean, the, the anticipation is it's going to be a good series. It's going to be a physical series. It's probably going to go the stretch. Um, and – a slow physical series, I think, plays to the benefit of the Caps. We want to hit the boards. We want to 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 fight and and get our hits in. Um, and we still have the elite offensive weapons that we have. Uh, uh, it, it should be a good series. So in the regular season, I, I see here um, against the Bruins, it's it's been tied four four, with the last game of the regular season against the Bruins where pretty much nobody played. It was a bunch of people um, we never even, most people haven't even heard of. Um, you know, is this a, is this a matchup that, that plays to the hands of the Caps or would a team like uh, the Penguins or um, another team like that been a better matchup? Um, it, it's hard to say, right? So, as a Caps fan, you never want to see the Penguins in the first round. There's just always going to be that stigma of Caps-Pens playoff trauma. Um, they're facing the Islanders, um, and as of, as of late, you don't actually want to face the Islanders in the playoffs. Um, we've handled them well this season, but, I mean, come on. Trotz has our number, and they're, they're just they're speedy, right? So if we're limping into the playoffs and we're not a hundred percent healthy, you don't want either of those teams. So I personally am happy that we have Boston. Um, Boston has their quote unquote, perfect line, their top line. Um, but I think weapon for weapon, we match up well. Uh, and then you have, of course, uh, Chara coming back in to, to play Boston, which is a big story. And then you have, um, the, the best player on the team, in my opinion, right now, and, and that's Tom Wilson because he's just living in everyone's head uh, rent-free. And, and you just have the sense that if this does become 
uh, a physical game with Ovi being kind of on the mend. Wilson's going to be our biggest bruiser. He's going to be our enforcer. Uh, and I think that's going to play an important role uh, in this series until hopefully the, the health returns and, and then that, that, that strong power play comes in and then, and all that uh, works in our favor. But of the matchups, I think Boston is definitely who we want to see in the first. A lot of people won't agree with that statement, um, but a lot of people are stupid. So I, I think Boston is definitely the way we want to go. Who, who gets to start in that uh, first game? Is it going to be Samsonov or, or uh, Vanacek? Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, Vitek. He's going to – I'm pretty sure it's going to be him. I, I don't think – I don't think Samsonov is playing yet. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's Vitek. It's been an odd year where uh, there's usually a, a number one, right? I feel like this year it's been, you know, a, kind of a, a more of a mix than normal – than regular years and – and that uh, Samsonov's played a lot, and so has, has Vitek. Yeah, I mean, COVID kind of threw us uh, for a loop. I mean, Samsonov was supposed to be our clear starter. He's dealt with injury. He's dealt with suspension and COVID and probably doing lines of coke with Kuzi. And <laughs> um, but, but Vitek's been proven to be a, a, a good keeper. Like, he's not a great keeper. He's not what we're used to by any means uh, when it comes to Holtby or, and even – uh, groovy, but he has shown to be serviceable. And if our defense um, can keep the lanes and 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 get get back in time and and sort of play our game at our speed, he's plenty, right? But if there's a breakdown, that's where the concern comes in. That that Vitek, while he's great, he his net presence isn't what we're used to. So a lot of we could see the games get away from us. And I mean, if you've been watching the caps all, all season, there's been a lot of games where it's like you come out from the gate, we're firing, blazing, going at it. And then second period, we shit the bed, allow the other teams in. And then we grit and fight and, and try to pull out a victory in the third. That's kind of been the MO of the season. Um, that can't happen with Boston, right? If Boston gets a, a, a huge lead, um, and and they start controlling the pace, then it's it's essentially game over, um, unless you get the the crazy heroics from Oshi or, or from from Kuzi if he plays or, or or anything like that, or if you get the Carlson Ovi connection, um, you'll need crazy heroics if we don't control that pace. But Vitek should be good enough to manage um, until Samsonov is is ready to return. Um, it's gonna uh, it, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's Saturday is the first game, and I think it's the first day that we're letting fans in, or, or a, a lot of fans in. Uh, so it's gonna be lively. It's gonna be the first kind of like Caps feel on in in Capital One Arena. Like we'll have the chance. We'll have the Let's Go Caps. We'll have the bullhorn. It's gonna be fun to watch, regardless. You talked about heroics, um, and the first thing that popped to my mind was, you know, Oshie's father passing away, and then that game that he came back. I mean, that was hat trick. That yeah. was so Brett Farvish on Monday Night Football. I mean, Perfect that was amazing analogy. to see that. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, um, it, it got uh, covered up by all the fighting that happened that game, um, and that was some like old school hockey fights where it's like. Whistle blows, three fights break out right away. You love to see it. You also hate to see it. But yeah, I mean, Oshi had a great game. I mean, he a always has a great game. saying that the, the fighting like really took, you know, hockey, you know, took the sport out of hockey. I thought it was cool. I mean, you know, I, I don't blame them for wanting to fight. Um, but at the same time, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to come out on ice and, and pick a fight, um, you, you better win some of those fights. And <laughs> To my count, they've lost like they lost the first seven. It was, it was <laughs> insane. I mean, I'm, they were just getting knocked out. It was, it was, yeah, it's, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, it, it to me it was it was so David and Goliath. Like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna fight Wilson and, and win. You're not gonna right. fight Chara and win. Right. I mean, it it's a 
it's a topic of debate within like hockey, mainly among players and coaches, right? All the fans, they're torn. They're like, oh, we hate fighting. And then you have the other half like, oh, we love fighting. Like, that's why we pay. Like, it's it's like going to NASCAR to see a crash. Like, you don't want it, but you love to see it. But internally in the NHL, I think the dialogue is like, they don't want fighting to be one of the things about hockey. But I feel that a, a game like that game against the Rangers where everyone sort of faces off and they're like all right you and me let's go you and me let's go and it's and it's land some punches while we're up as soon as we fall it breaks up like I feel like that's a better way to get the aggression out sort of like a controlled chaos as opposed to the game getting away from the refs and then you have like all the illegal penalties and the checks and the and the dirty plays and all that stuff because they're not fighting right so and that's what gets you the injuries and the gruesome falls and the whatever and the I think the controlled chaos of the fight is something that hockey needs to keep. Um, and the refs that game knew it's going to go on for a while. And then once they're like, they pulled everyone in and like, okay, no more fighting. The game proceeded. And then Oshie had his amazing game. But if it was a dirty game the entire time, that would have gotten boring to see like the, the interruptions for the penalties and like the, the shift of power play, like that wouldn't have been fun. Yeah, I'm in the minority of uh, people who watched the fight um, outside of the DMV, who, and and I didn't think it was I didn't think it was dirty. I mean, you know, sure the the guy kicked Wilson, and then you know the fight happened, but I didn't I didn't really think it was dirty. I mean, if if you allow fights in hockey, then you allow people to get their butts kicked. I mean, I mean it's I it's it was, it's it's like it gentlemen's agreement, right? It's like not that much harm can come from a, a set fight, right? Like, yeah, you'll get a sick punch or, or you'll land a good hit, but, like, there's so much gear. There's so much protective wear. Like, these guys are maulers. Like, even if they, like, hit a helmet hard with their hand, like, you're not going to get the the gruesomeness out of these fights anymore because – even though it's controlled chaos, as soon as you hit that ice, refs pull you off. Everybody's like, okay, fight's over. And it's, I, I mean, personally, I love it. I love it, but that's also because our team is very capable of fighting and our team is very capable of being aggressive. And, and it's, it kind of plays into our MO, right? Like we want to be the bullies on ice. That's just how the caps have always been, regardless of the coach, regardless of the players on ice. We've just always kind of been the bullies, at least in the OV era. Yeah. I see uh, for Saturday's game, the Caps are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, it's in Cap 1, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, one-and-a-half-point favorites, and the over-under is five-and-a-half. What are you taking? Um, if you take your fanhood out of, out of this, what are you taking? I would take one the over. One-and-a-half one and a half is, a, is a pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I would take the Fine. over on the points for, for sure. Um, I mean, we don't have Joe here to give us all the box score of the, the, the past few games, but I, I think the over is can be expected for sure. I've got the box score. So if we go here, uh, it was 2-1 to one in the last game. Before that, it was 3-6. to six. Before that, it was 2-4. to four. Before that, it was one to five. Before that, it was two to one. Yeah, when you have the stars on the ice, it's going to be the over. I think the first game, I don't think Ovi played that first game. Um, so I missed I missed two games. It was three to five and four to three. So yeah, it, you definitely they, they want the over, over five and a half on yeah. all of them, pretty much. The it's the ones that one. mattered, right? The the yeah. real matchups. Um, I love, I love it. I'm so excited for playoff hockey. I haven't really worn my jersey all season. I think Saturday is a, a jersey day. I got the reverso. I got the throwback retro blues. I got the the legit OV captain, rock the red. Like I'm, I'm ready. I'm gonna wear them all at the same exact time. <laughs> <laughs> Seven thirty uh, puck drop. It's gonna be an interesting one. Um, what do you have for the series? 
Oh man, first round is first round of seven. Yeah, I think they're going to distance. First round of seven. I I want to say we take it in five. I wouldn't be surprised if we go to seven. But not six. Not in between. Not in between. (laughs) Can't close out. No. If you if you don't get it in five, you're going to seven. Yeah, I don't know. To me, the caps. I mean, this it just a little bit reminiscent of what it was what two years ago when we won the cup what is it, three years ago now um i don't know this team this team i feel like has got that special thing going for them right with you know oshi playing the way he is and and um coach kind of having them all rally together i i wouldn't be surprised um they're they're clearly not favorites i think they're they're plus 1500 um if you look at uh Stanley Cup line. favorites, right? Yeah, for, yeah. for favorites. But um, what's I interesting mean, is that the Bruins are, are plus eleven hundred, and we're the higher seed, right? So the Bruins, the Bruins are really, really good, right? They have a fantastic, like top line. The, honestly, all of their like their top six offense is just fantastic. Um, but yeah, Oshi is the the soul of this team. He has proven that all season and many seasons before that, that he is the soul. And then Ovi just kind of sitting out these past few games, who knows how long he's been healthy and they've just kind of been milking it until playoffs. But Ovi's that type of player that like he'll come out and he won't be rusty, right? You're like, he'll come out and he's just going to snipe, hit a shot from the office and he's probably going to lay some hits. Right. I mean, especially because he was sitting there watching all this bullshit with the Rangers happening (laughs) <laughs> and he didn't get to get involved, right? So he's probably itching just to like remind people who he is and and get his hits in. So I I mean, let's put it this way: I'm more confident about the Caps hobbling into the playoffs than the Wizards if they get to play in and 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 some magic happens, right? A hobbled Caps team, a thousand percent chance a victory over the magic we might see from the wizards. I, I think, um, I think it's going to go the distance. I think I that think was my, gotta, that was my gotta, segue, by the way. I know I went back, <laughs> I went backwards because I didn't get to do my predictions yet. I think it goes the distance. I think they, they dropped game one, unfortunately. No um, way. No, I think they, they don't drop they game one. To, I think they have to get game two. Not an electric capital one arena. They don't drop that. I don't know if it's going to be electric. I don't. I don't think this stadium's going to be full, right? It doesn't um, matter. Ten thousand Caps fans are loud. They is like, that what it's going to be? Ten thousand? Something like was, that, right? It was two thousand up until I thought it was like eleven thousand or something like that. I think for, they for allowed Saturday. more. Yeah, that, that might be right. And that's going to be electric. Like ten thousand Caps fans. That's like forty thousand Washington football fans. Yeah, I mean, and it's an indoor arena, and it's. You know, I don't. Are they allowed to pump noise through the speakers and stuff like that? I don't <laughs> even think it's going to be. NFL I, did. I don't think it's going to be needed, honestly. Yeah. Um. So I, I think they dropped game one. Um. And I'm trying to use some reverse jinxology here, but I think <laughs> I think I think they can pull it off and and in seven. I mean, if you want to reverse jinxology, you just just. Keep betting on the Bruins and the Caps will win in four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I've been pretty bad on my bets. Uh, I had a seven-game parlay today, though, so, um, you know, that was my moral victory. I may have not won a lot of money, but, you know, a win's a win, and that's what matters. Seven-game parlays are not, not easy to hit. Although I am addicted to multi-game parlays, and I get so close every single time. One game off from, like, a 15 15- game parlay or something crazy like that and every once in a while i'll hit i'll hit but like i refuse to bet like normally it's just not as fun uh i'm the opposite i I love parlays but i can't hit them so i'm not gonna keep going against them um but then again i I can't hit single games either i have a a three game parlay that i'm i'm looking at or it's the same same game parlay three three things um on the Portland Phoenix game right now. Um, I think I'm looking all right, but uh, I need Dame to step it up. I got Dame uh, plus 30, Devin Booker plus 30, and Portland to win outright. 
You're not so, interested in, yeah. my, in my in my. I'm not. So so now that we're on basketball, uh, can you essentially give me the breakdown? of what needs to happen for the Wizards. And if we play in, like, what's the scenario I'm looking at or that I'm hoping for? Yeah, so the NBA um, went to a, a, a play-in game format. So seven plays eight and nine plays ten. The winner of seven and eight gets the seven seed. The loser plays the winner of nine and ten for the eight seed. So right now the Wizards are sitting in ten. Um, and they are two games up on uh, Chicago. So the, the, the game, the, the number to clinch is one. So the Wizards need one more win. They clinch. Um, the Pacers are up on the Wizards in the ninth seed, and they're up um, one. The Wizards have the Cavs tomorrow and the Hornets on the 16th. And the Pacers have... They have the Lakers and then the Raptors, right? So, so it's more favorable for us, schedule-wise. Well, what what happens is the ninth seed gets home at home court. Um, so we're we're looking at most likely scenario. We're looking at we're in the tenth seed, right? We had a, we had the opportunity to go all the way up to eighth, um, but then Bradley Beal went out and we lost two to the. Um, to the Hawks back-to-back. Right, and one of those losses was absolutely Brooks' fault, that second game. We keep going back and forth on this all the time. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not a Brooks advocate, but sometimes I can be a Brooks defender, and you're an anti-Brooks guy overall. He uh, he cost us that second Hawks game. Like, Gafford should have been in to close out that game. I'm sorry. I completely agree. I don't know what, what's going on with Gafford. It, it's, it's really odd. Like how he's he's been in the um, in the doghouse for like two weeks now. It doesn't make any sense. And every time Brooks talks about him, he just you know pulls pulls up some you know bullshit Mike Shanahan talk about you know. Oh, he's, he's tired. Yeah, <laughs> tiredness. <laughs> um, Gafford is not Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, I, I completely agree that Brooks, Brooks dropped the ball on, and, and he kind of does this throughout the year. Like he just does some weird, funky stuff with his rotations. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I cannot defend Brooks on, on the second Hawks game. The first Hawks game, that was when Russ broke the record for triple right. doubles mm-hmm. and then um, had the last shot, which I, I can blame Russ a little bit for that. Because he wasn't going to crash the he, shooter. He, he wasn't not a natural crash. shooter. I don't know why. You know, he settled they, for that. They took that, that away from shot. him. They took it away from him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's common he, sense defense at o- that point. Over his well, over his whole career, he's just been the guy who just bulldozes, goes through three defenders, either gets a call or you know has some no, crazy I mean, layup. Your 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 frustration take, should go to Rui for his bullshit travel. And your frustration should go to the ref for not giving Russ that one foul before the the block or whatever. Like that yeah. that's where the frustration that's should true. come. The Ruby travel was inexcusable. Um he had no one on him any any travel. It didn't make any sense. Right. But nine out of ten times that doesn't get called in the NBA. Ruby doesn't have that star power to, to get those. Of course. So. Right. Yeah, but so we're we're expecting Beal to be back tomorrow night, right? He should be there for the Cavs game. Probably. No, they, they said there's going to be reevaluated um, tomorrow. Really? I was expecting him to come back and just be under like minute management uh, and save him for the Hornets. Um, I think at this point, um, you're not gonna, you're probably not gonna catch the Pacers, um, the Lakers. The Lakers could beat the Pacers, but the Lakers are actually sucking right now. Um, yeah, but you also have a Lakers team because they're sucking. They're they're actually putting in more effort than they would have if they were like just cruising into and it. The Raptors are eliminated, so I don't I don't think the Pacers are going to lose to them. I would personally rest feel until um, the playoffs. Now, if you lose tomorrow, 
See, I don't and think you make Bulls it. I don't. Win. I think you lose both if you don't bring Beal back for at least one of them. So I love the Bulls, Russ, but the Bulls have a tough schedule, though. They have the Nets and the Bucks, right? So they'd have to win both of them, and we'd have to lose both of them. More likely that we both lose both of them, and nothing changes. So if we lose out, and the Bulls just win one, are we still in? Um, if we lose out. And the Bulls, and the Bulls only win, win one. one. No, the Bulls need to win both. Right. So what I'm saying so, is, that's what I'm the, saying. I I wouldn't. I would. I'd rest feel, because the Bulls are not going to win both. Right. But like, if they win one, it's not bad for us. If we lose both. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. So if that's the case, rest feel. Hopefully, you just devour the calves and it's a, it's a moot point who cares but well the thing is Beal's body is so weird that like he he will push through an injury and and John had this as well actually he'll push through an injury and then completely injure another part of his body so like no one thought it was a hamstring injury it was uh what did he land on his ankle um awkwardly the first time or a calf and then right and then the locker room he came back out and then all of a sudden it was a hamstring injury which, right very clearly, the, the first injury was not hamstring. It was just, uh, I forget what it was, a rolled ankle or, or a pulled calf or something like that. So, like, he like, injured himself because like he was just favored. overcompensating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's why I, I'd, I'd let him sit. And I don't, honestly, like, with Rui and with Russ and w- with some of these other guys, you can win. Like, you can win at least one of the, one of the two. Um, the Cavs yeah. are not a good team at all. And the Hornets, I mean, you just beat them. So, is uh is what's his face on the Hornets? Isn't he still sort of hurt? Doesn't he still have a jacked up wrist? Lamelo or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, I think he is, but he's not a hundred percent. No, he's not a hundred percent. I mean, at this point, no one's a hundred percent. But yeah, the the key thing is, I don't think you want the Celtics because I think the Celtics will knock us out. So you want, um. You want the Celtics to beat the Hornets, and then ideally you beat the Pacers. So then you're playing the Hornets for the eight seed. But then again, once you know you get the eight seed, then you play the Sixers. Um, you get the seventh seed. Yeah, I just don't. I don't even think you. I don't think you get the eight seed if you play the um, the Celtics. I mean, so here's the question, right? Let's say we get in, right? We make it to playoffs. We don't stand a, a chance once we're in, probably. I don't know, man. I, I think we do because um, if you look at like the way that they've been playing, like the, if you just take the last two months, I mean they're like the best record in the NBA. And yeah, one, but, one but Brooks, this team is <laughs> when they play higher competition, it's it's the same stupid DC thing that happens to all of us. When play up, play down. Yeah, you put you play up or you play down to to the team. So, um. I, I wouldn't say there's no chance. I would say, you know, there, there's, there's a possibility that you can knock out, you know, either the Sixers or, or the Nets. Do you predict this season to be more magical than the 2017 season? I would have if you asked me a week ago. Um, Before Beal with, got hurt? Yeah, with Beal's injury. I just – I don't know if he's going to be 100%. Just knowing him and his, and his body, like he's never – like when he's injured – it's never like, hey, I'm going to brush it off and, you know, come back to, to full strength. It's always there's more to it. And that's that's just him, right? There's some players' bodies just don't heal as fast. And I think he's just one of them. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Did you see the uh, the Twitter feud between him and uh, Kent Bazemore? No, you're the Twitter guy. I, I'll tell you Reddit stuff, but what's what's the feud? Yeah, so Beal's chasing the um, the NBA scoring title with Steph Curry. Right, he's like point and, two behind, or he was point two behind before he got injured. Yeah, he's a little bit more. Um, I haven't checked today, but as of yesterday, I think he was at thirty one point two, and and Curry was at thirty one point six. Right. But uh, and and one of his uh, press conferences, Kent Bazemore was like, "Man, these fools out here, they're trying to chase the scoring title, and they're ripping hamstrings out trying to chase the scoring title." And Beal's obviously, he's 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 quick to to fire back, and he's like, yeah, he's F not you. a sucker. <laughs> like, 
what are you, who are you to talk? Like, you're not doing shit, <laughs> you know, stay in your lane, that kind of stuff. It, it was right. pretty, pretty entertaining. Um, I mean, and, and I, I like, I, I, I like the fire and, and Bill, he's like, I don't give a shit about a scoring title. I'm trying to, trying to win games and trying to get to the playoffs. Like, right. That's the scoring title. Yeah. Like he's not doing, he's not, he's not in the conversation for the scoring title because of the scoring title. He's in the conversation of the scoring title because he puts the team on his back and he tries to, to earn these wins. Like the scoring title is just kind of like sprinkles on top. Right. I mean, like, it'd be good to see, you know, him, you know, theoretically win that scoring title. But in today's NBA, it doesn't mean shit. What that means is that you don't have the rest of the stars on your team. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally all. Yeah, it means, means your like, offense is broken. <laughs> LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. He, he doesn't have no scoring title. He's not even close. Right? It doesn't mean he's he's not the best player in the NBA. Um, and, you know, same, you know, go down the list. Tanakumpo, Durant, none of them are in the conversation. Yeah. Curry's got nobody else on his team. Bill, it's pretty much him and Russ. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, let's uh, uh, let's let's shift because I really want to get into football. We haven't discussed football. Our last DTC show was our Super Bowl prediction show, so we haven't touched football in a very long time. Um, and before we get into the defending NFC East champion Washington football team. Um, we have to discuss Aaron Rodgers. We have to discuss Deshaun Watson. We have to discuss the teams that are looking great based off the drafts that they had. Um, it, a lot of things that we have. I mean, you have, we have the schedule to discuss. We have extra games this season. We have fans coming back. Like football is, is football ready is to yeah football is ready to just be like we're we're back and this is going to be our biggest season ever and and you can just kind of get that vibe already um i love the the presser that said hey we're bringing 100 percent of fans back yeah <laughs> we don't care yeah we're bringing we're we're finding a way to bring 100 percent of fans I, back. And, and i love it i love it i mean props to the nfl like it it was easy to get through those games with empty stadiums and and i actually appreciated the the pumped in noise um when sunday night football started showing games without it it was kind of eerie and weird but um yeah it was but then you also saw like green bay green bay looked like they had a, <laughs> not a full yeah. stadium but <laughs> cleveland yeah, cleveland had a lot too right right but, and those are all northern states uh, yeah. where, you know, pandemic was was uh, was large there. And then, obviously, the Super Bowl had a lot of fans there, which is awesome to see. I mean, at this point in the pandemic, like, there's a vaccine out there. It's 95% effective. Like, okay, get, get your shot. You can go to stadiums. If you don't get your shot, you're risking your own life. Like, it's not – you're not necessarily risking other people around you. They're still 95%. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so – Dude, if you can go to Costco and there's twenty thousand people in Costco, you, you can go. You can go to a stadium outdoors. Oh, I, I fully agree. And you know what? If you're paranoid, rock a mask. It's fine. Yeah, double mask. Yeah, who cares? All right, so let's go. So, let's let's. What hit- would you trade for Rogers? Because that's that's <laughs> the biggest topic on my mind. Um, and it seems like it, it's it's becoming more and more possible. I not okay. necessarily that he's coming to Washington, but that he's going to be leaving Green Bay. I mean, they got they got they got the boat in Bortles, right? So, <laughs> so they got Bortles, and then they they drafted Jordan Love last year, so right? They got their their one and two. I mean, that's literally the playbook that they ran for replacing Brett Favre, right? They drafted Aaron Rodgers. Brett Favre was pissed off. Yeah, but <laughs> they let him sit for a year. Like Jordan Love is a first round draft pick. He's not like. He's not some. He was not yeah, some. Back he's, of the he guy. wasn't a, a an elite first round draft pick. Patrick Mahomes was drafted like what sixteen? Yeah, I mean 20s? that drafting quarterbacks is always garbage, right? Like it's you don't know which way you're gonna break. But yeah, but you, you don't draft a first round quarterback to let him sit for five years as your back. No, you draft a first round quarterback to eventually let him start or give him a chance. All right. So what would I give up for for Aaron Rodgers? I would give up. A 2022 first, a 2022 second, a 2023 first, a 2023 second, and 
I would give you a key defensive player. Like a Montez Sweat or like a Matt Ioannidis? To me, those are very Ooh. big. There's a very big differentiator between the two. I, okay. I would give up. Ooh, that's hard. Because I think Montez Sweat has such a huge ceiling. Um, I don't think I, I'd give up a, a, an outside linebacker. I'd give up an interior guy. Yeah, my, my hope is this. My hope is you give up Ioannidis and then you re-sign Jonathan Allen because he just came out saying one of his dreams was to play on one team for his whole career. So I think part ways with Ioannidis, which hurts, he's good. But if you can keep Allen and Payne for a long time and Montez and Chase, Ioannidis is him settled to replace Ioannidis, right? Right, and, and Settle is very serviceable as a rotation. Like, Ioannidis is almost too good to be a rotational guy. Settle is you're, – you're not missing a beat, right? So yeah. use Well, and then your, Ioannidis has an injury history too, so. Eh, eh. He's been injured quite a bit. But, I mean, whatever. We don't care about that if we're going to trade him. If he has trade capital now and you give him the four picks, I, I like it. Honestly, I like it. I, yeah, I don't think I, we get him, I, but I will I say I don't think I don't think an Ionitis is enough. I, I think a, a sweat is enough, but I would give up a um, Kendall Fuller. Oh, one, he's a, a two, I would give up Kendall Fuller and a, two and a Kendall Fuller. I would give Kendall Fuller and Ionitis. That's that's a lot. Two, Who cares? Aaron Rodgers, bro. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. You give me Aaron Rodgers with this team right now. Without Fuller and Ioannidis, you're in the Super Bowl, period. And then you'd have to send send over a uh, QB, too. Did you send over Heineke? <laughs> no, they can take Kyle Allen. Well, they can ta- they Give can him take, Fitz. Uh, Fitz. Give him Fitz. Yeah. yeah, who cares? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do Fitz I, I dirty like that, but. I don't, th- I don't think it'll happen here. Um, I think the price is just going to be too much. Ron's not going to do it. I think I, I, I thought he may have pulled the trigger on um, a quarterback in the draft with all the talk about it leading up to it. No, but, but ultimately he just said he wasn't going to mortgage the future for that. And, and to and, me, to me, that means he wanted a certain person and they didn't drop. And I, I think it's maybe Trey Lance. Maybe he sees a little bit of Cam Newton in him. Um, but Trey Lance to me is a huge question mark. Like he hasn't played in two seasons or one season. If he sits this season, it'll be two seasons. He played one game you know, last year because of COVID or whatever. Um, and he's a division two guy. Like he's not, he's not playing, you know, division one defenses. Yeah. Um, uh, he's definitely one of the bigger ga- gambles. Um, but I liked what, what Rivera said about um, like, he he's like, I figured out how to build, uh, how to build the, the team. And I was like, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm working on my charcoal for the hookah. So I'm distracted. <laughs> but Rivera was like, um, I figured out how to build an NFL team. You build up the entire roster. You don't know how a drafted quarterback is going to be. So then you go out and you get your ace. You go get your X factor and you plug him in, which I a thousand percent agree with. So obviously we wanted it to be Stafford. We didn't get Stafford. I'm happy we didn't bother with any of the other schmucks out there like Wentz or Goff or anything. Um, and if you can get Aaron Rodgers, go for it. But I like you and I have had this debate. I like Fitzmagic, and I think this is the best team he's ever been on. And this is some of the best football he's been playing. And while he's still a gunslinger, he's still a genius. And he'll figure out, he'll learn Scott's Turner, Scott Turner's playbook instantly if he doesn't already have it memorized. And with the weapons that we added on offense and the speed, I think Fitzmagic can be the perfect stopgap. Um, because you also have to realize, like, there's still conversations about Russ. There's still conversations about, obviously, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you don't know how anything's going to change next season, who's going to want to go where. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd give up more for Russ than I would for Rogers. Um, would you? I, I think, would you? Yeah, because he's younger. He's he's been to more Super Bowls. Um, 
I don't know. I, li- I like Russ more I just, um, than Rogers. Rogers is, and Rogers is also a little bit of a diva too, right? Like he's always kind of got that dickish personality to him. Um, you need you, you need know, that he, a little. He, I mean, it's like Beal. You you need that that star power. F- yeah, but mentality. Ron's, Ron's not going to take that, right? You can't be a dick to Ron. You, you'll you'll be cut. So here's the thing. I don't think Rogers would be a dick to Ron. I don't think Rogers was a dick to uh, Lafleur. Like I I, I think. I think you, he, he you, partially is. Well, I think it's more of the front office and, and them not bringing, giving him yeah. pieces. No, like but Rogers at the and same time last you, season, you saw chemistry, right? Like they were okay with each other. And I think Aaron Rodgers is to the point where it's like, if you don't mess around and you call real plays and you're, you're not trying to be cute and you give me a fighting chance, he'll respect you. And I think Scott Turner and Ron would, would obviously give that to Rodgers. So I don't think you would have like a, a question about character when it comes to our coaching staff and Rogers. But with Russ, I love Russell Wilson, but and and as mobile as he is, he still looks downfield. But I still something about a quarterback that knows he's mobile kind of freaks me out. I want the the genius surgeon pocket passer more than I want the mobile. Yeah, I just, age, to me it's age, and and the rest is just so much younger. Um, But honestly, I don't think we get either of them. I think um, we're going to play out the year with with Fitz. And we just, you know, all those things that you said about him are absolutely true. He's playing the best in his, you know, of his career. This is absolutely the best team he's been on. He's got weapons galore now with um, Curtis Samuel, McLaurin, and then the dude we just drafted. Um, and then you still got, you know, Gibson and McKissick as your running backs. Right. And then, and then one thing that we, we haven't touched on, which I know is huge to you, is we – I would say we significant, significantly – there it is. <laughs> upgraded the offensive line. Absolutely. Right? Flowers coming in at left guard, mm-hmm. um, you know – we just got Leno and real competition at left tackle. Leno has been a starter and you know a Pro Bowler in his career, and then um, the dude who uh, started most of the games last year did fantastic, right? Lu- so Lucas, yeah, Cornelius Lucas the third or whatever it is, <laughs> and then the, the drafted the left tackle guy. Um, so we, you know, this is the most depth we've had on this offensive line in forever. Like Wes Martin, Wes Schweitzer. Schweitzer was just deadlifting what seven hundred sixty-five nope. pounds or something like that. I could do and, that. So, <laughs> I sure. can. I can do it. Seven hundred sixty. These tree stumps I've been walk, walking on. <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> what was your max? Probably high six hundreds. No bullshit, dude. I, I was fucking strong. Bullshit. <laughs> I was strong. I'm telling you. Okay, you're not West Schweitzer strong. Seven hundred. There's no way you're upper six hundreds. Dude, I've been carrying around almost like 400 pounds of fat <laughs> for the last decade. These legs yeah, so, are strong. So what's 400 plus 600? You're carrying around the ton? <laughs> I mean, the truth is I could probably do it, but I'll like pop out my hip, fall, and die afterwards. <laughs> but I'll stand up, damn it. <laughs> I don't know. But no, but yeah. The point we, is, I mean, we are, we're stacked on the offensive line. Like when have we ever been able to say that? We, we've got and, and, really good depth at receiver. Kel, Kelvin Harmon, right? Like he was, he was our number two going into camp last year. Yeah, he's no. not even. He may not even make the roster. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, uh, like the the depth on the line is huge, and I'm going to use this to segue. And it's huge for one reason: the schedule got released, and you and I were talking about it. <laughs> we have five of our divisional matchups in the last five weeks of the season, which is retarded. It's, I, it makes I no saw that sense. And I was like, there's no way that's not a typo. That has to be a typo. But, but knowing the NFC East, it all comes down to depth, right? And if you have that depth on the O-line and you, and you know, we have the depth on defense, there, there's almost no way we can lose the East. I'm not worried about any of the teams at all. Maybe, maybe the Cowboys, if Dak shows that he can kind of start the way he started last year before the injury. But 
I'm not worried about any they, of they, yeah, they, team. They've got to be – the football team's got to be favorites. Um, maybe Dallas is. But, yeah, the Eagles, I mean, they're a disaster. The, the Giants actually had a good draft, but they still have Daniel Jones as quarterback. Right. Uh, I mean, and who knows how Saquon will be coming back from his injury. Who's who's our random – so they added an extra game. Who's our random game? Do you know? Uh, it, you sent it to me earlier. I'm thinking it's the Broncos maybe? No, not the Broncos. Here we go. The Buffalo? Bills. The, Buffalo. the Bills. Yeah, they're the only AFC East team. Or Green Bay. So we're playing NFC South. Yeah. South and AFC West. West. Yeah, because you have Broncos, Chiefs, uh, Chargers, Seahawks. Yeah, Chargers to open up the season is going to be fun. Um, Sorry, not Seahawks, Raiders. Oh, yeah, you, you do have the Seahawks too. All right. I mean, if you go game by game, right? Let's 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 lightning round this. Chargers week one, win or loss? Win. Num- offensive player uh, rookie of the year versus defensive rookie of the year. I'm gonna go win. I don't think the Chargers have enough pieces around them. Okay. Giants. I-, I say win. Giants. Uh, win. All right. Same win. So we're at two zero. Bills loss. Loss. All right. So two one. Falcons. Huge question mark. Kyle Pitts looks like the real deal. Yeah, uh, but, but I'm going to go win. I'm going to win because I think our offense will be better than their defense. So 3-1. Saints? Loss. That's a question, though, right? I mean, they got out some good wins without Breeze last year. I completely forgot that Breeze retired. I changed that. Who's, who's the Is it going to be Jameis? It's, I, <laughs> <laughs> by, uh, around week five, it's probably still Jameis. Uh, maybe Taysom. <laughs> yeah, Goodness. I'm taking a win. We might back. be the yeah, game win. that gives you the shift from from Jameis to, to Taysom. Actually, put that down as a lock. We're definitely gonna whoever the quarterback is is gonna get benched. <laughs> All right, and, so and they're gonna rip off a whole bunch of wins after that. So, so I'll go win. You'll go win. Four and one. You? All right, I'll, I'll go win. I, I like it. Chiefs is loss, so four Big and loss. two. Green Bay Three. depends on Aaron Rodgers, but. If there's no Aaron Rodgers, it's a win. Yeah, I'm going to go win because I think there's less than 10% chance Rodgers is, is there. Okay. I so think that's... even if even if he's not cut, I don't think he's going to show up. I think he's in pull Trent Williams. Broncos. Mm. I'm going to – so they, they just drafted a quarterback, didn't they? Yeah, but I also feel like they're the best landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> who, did they, who did they draft? No, they didn't draft a quarterback, did they? I don't remember. Either way, I think they did. No, they signed. Uh, no, they signed Tyrod, and then they drafted. A, they drafted it. Who'd they, they get? They. Who'd they get? I don't know. I'll tell you right here. All right, we'll put that one on hold while we go to the next one. Uh, Bucks loss. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless unless Henneke's playing. <laughs> Uh, Panthers is a win Panthers win Panthers is a win Okay Seahawks That might be a loss Uh, Yeah Is that at home or is that away That's home Oh it's Monday Night Football It's a loss (laughs) Wait so we're at What's our record so far so we had them losing to the Seahawks, the Bucks, the Bills, and the, the Chiefs. Bills and the Chiefs. So four and seven. No. So seven and four. four and, yeah. Okay. And, four. and then you get the Raiders. That's a win. Raiders are trash. Especially if okay. they're still riding car. Okay. I go win. All right. So you're at eight and four. And then you have five NFC East games. Okay, so I'm going to go loss against Dallas the first time. 
At home? Really? Yeah. I'm going to win. Actually, I'm going to go win. I'm going to give them a loss on Sunday Night Football the week after. Okay, Eagles, I go win. I think you split the Cowboys, split the uh, – I think you split the Giants, split the Cowboys. No. Mm-mm. Split the Eagles. I think the last game of the year, Giants, I think they're out. So they have nothing to play for. Or we've locked up, we have nothing to play for. But I can also see us sweeping the East and give us a 13-4 season. <laughs> yeah, actually, looking at the schedule, I would never have thought that we're at 13-4. and four. Um, I think 13-4 when you kind of go game, game by game. <laughs> I think 13-4 right. and four plus or minus – one. So right? I, I I checked the Broncos. They did not draft quarterback. Um, they traded for Teddy Bridgewater. So that's probably a loss. They have a lot of offensive weapons, but if they have, I mean, yeah. no. That, so again, I, I, I think the, I, the the solution is thirteen four, plus or minus one. Because I think you like you could easily lose a Broncos game, but you could also easily upset like a Bills, or you can upset. A Bucks or something like that. I don't right? think you upset a Bills. I would say you could upset the Bucks more than you can upset the Bills. So back to the schedule. Um, we, did you do Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles? I, I'm saying we're sweeping the East. Wow. Six I think, and you, I think you lose Sunday Night Football to, to Dallas at least. No, I'm not afraid of primetime games under Rivera. So we have three primetime games. We have a Sunday night, a Monday night, and a Thursday night. And then we have what, like a, a week eight bye week, right? Which is we have perfect. a week nine bye week, which is right in the middle of the season. Uh, nice week nine. When was the last time we had that? Never. That's that's almost like a respect move. <laughs> we only have the two four o'clock games. That's awesome. So here's the question: Which player? <clears throat> earned us the prime time. Chase Young, or do you think it was Terry McLaurin? Chase Young. Absolutely, Chase Young. He alone is the reason why we got prime time games. Did they, did they change the NFL rules, though? What do you mean? Um, what was it, where you had to have one prime time game? Um, each team had to have one prime time game? Really? I never heard that. That's yeah. going to suck. Although it was, a, it was a Monday night or something like that. Yeah. Each team had to have a Monday or a Thursday. Is that with Probably. the new schedule? That makes sense. No, that's been around forever. Really? No, because yeah. we didn't have any prime time last year. We no, got we flexed we, into it. No, we also had uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a prime time. Technically, it's prime time, but it's not considered. In, no, I think in, we did. I don't remember. Pretty sure we did. I'm excited for this season. I, I so what did what did we go? Thirteen and four. Yeah, plus or minus one. Easily fourteen three. Easily twelve and five. I mean, if you if you tell every Washington football fan team team football team fan, that's good. We can just go back to Redskins. <laughs> if you say if you say over ten wins, everyone's gonna be excited. So here's the thing. Over 10 wins, you're easily winning the East. That's – It's just so weird because there's the extra game, right? So, like, it used to be, like, the 9-7 the and seven threshold, right? Right. You go over 9-7, and seven, you win. So is it now you go over 10 wins? 10 and – 10 and 7. 7? Yeah. It's, so it's crazy, it's so right? It's 10 and 7. So I love it, though. Give me more football. Oh, absolutely. Less preseason, more football. I'm all in. I mean, I'm not a player that's putting my body on the line, so. <laughs> do, the, do the players get more money? I would assume they just get an extra game check. Or is right. it because they took away a preseason, they don't get they don't get more? <laughs> no, I'm sure they get more money. I don't know. I think it was in the CBA, at, you know, the last time it was signed, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's a point of contention next time that goes around. I mean, if I was a player, I'd, I'd want more money. If I'm going to play a, a regular season game, an extra game. Yeah, you know? I mean, you got to make it worth my just, while. 
Yeah. Preseason, I mean, most of the time they don't even play preseason unless it's like game three. And even then, there are plenty of coaches who don't even play game three. So the cool thing is when once you reminded me that everybody gets a primetime game, I don't think there's like a Bobo team out there that would suck to see in primetime. Like every team has a headline to make every matchup noteworthy, right? Even the Jets with Wilson or the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence and, and what's his face? Tim Tebow. Tebow. Exactly. Right. Like, I mean, even, (laughs) even, even like the, the crappiest team might be the Texans and that's because they might not have Deshaun Watson, but if they do have Deshaun Watson, like you're going to want to see how he plays, right? Like every team has kind of a, a story behind it. What's crazy is that there's three quarterbacks who we don't know, um, three stars who we don't know which team they're going to be playing for this season. I mean, Russ is still Rogers, on the Seahawks. Would, is he? Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Okay. You think Watson's going to be moved? Seems sure seems like they're ready. You know, they're <laughs> positioning to move on from him. I, I mean, I think his, at, his lawyers I, are going hard at. You know, he didn't do anything. I'd be surprised if he's not suspended, innocent or not. Yeah, but there's been no evidence, right? Not really, no. It's a weird it's a weird situation. Like part of me feels like he demanded to leave Houston because I think he low-key knew this this was gonna break and he was trying to like get out before it happened. Um that's my prediction, but yeah, it's uh would you take him if he's innocent? If he's innocent, yeah, I would take him. I'd take him in a heartbeat. I might take him over. No. I'd take him third. I'd take oh, uh, uh, Wilson, uh, Rogers, Watson. Yeah. So <laughs> we are, man, I can't, I can't believe we're talking about this, but we're, I, I honestly think we are one position away from being Super Bowl contenders. And that position being quarterback. Quarterback. I think, I, Fitz, yeah. I think Fitz can get us into the playoffs. I think we can even make a little bit of a run in the playoffs. I don't see us obviously getting to the Super Bowl. If um, you get to the Super Bowl, that's because it's only going to be because this defense is playing like the 2002 Ravens or the 2013 Broncos or whatever season they had, um, where the where the defense is just so incredible, like you you can't lose a game. That could be the reason we get to the Super Bowl this year or deep in the playoffs this year. Um, but yeah, if you give me an ace, if you give me an X factor plus a top five defense, like let's say expectations are subdued a little bit, <clears throat> an ace makes you almost Super Bowl favorites or NFC favorites. Yeah. I mean, I honestly I don't I don't know. I don't know if the the, the, the Bucks are gonna be able to Continue to repeat. I'm, I'm just waiting for the day that Tom Brady starts to break down. Um, I don't think it happens. I don't think time, it happens. But... I don't think it happens this season. Um, one team that I think is going to be trash to watch, honestly, Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's because your boy Haskins is on that team. And that's because Roethlisberger, I don't think, plays a full season. Is uh so didn't they also draft a quarterback? No, they got the the running back. Okay, the stud running back. They may have drafted a quarterback in later rounds. But I, I, honestly, I don't know. You 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 texted me something earlier today about Haskins on Instagram with the shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we does, bought into does, that bullshit so much <laughs> last year. Does he look better than he did last offseason? No, he still looks kind of pudgy, baby face. I think his last Instagram picture is he was in, like, the Steelers locker room. I can almost guarantee you he probably didn't even know where the Washington football team locker room or weight room was. <laughs> he, he got cut last year, though. I mean, like, you know, physically, not. Like, ripped. He, he, yeah, he also got cut, too. Like, off the team cut. I mean. But, yeah. Yeah, you may be right. 
Um, I don't know if he even makes the uh, makes the roster. So in getting cut. in the topic of former Washington quarterbacks, the the fake controversy between Kirk Cousins, RG three, and drafting of Mond and stuff that was hilarious to watch. Like RG three, it's a tool. <laughs> Like, Come sorry. on, we got the Ninja Turtles tatted on his leg. <laughs> he's he's such a tool. I mean, I guess he's trying to lobby for maybe a media spot or something because he's out of the league. He can't he can't even stay healthy as a backup Is, quarterback. Did, did the Ravens get rid of him? Yeah, he was cut. Really? Or he wasn't re-signed. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, he's definitely in. he's lobbying for media now. Yeah, but I mean, completely uncalled for. Like, why do you have to take a shot at the guy that beat you out by two coaches, right? Like the shit hands wanted him, and uh, and um, Gruden, of course, didn't want him. And then the other funny thing is uh, where where he said he would be a good mentor for Trey Lance. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, dude, are you serious? Like, you think Kyle's gonna want you? In that smoking? dude's in that dude's head, he is elite, and he got done dirty. And that's all he's ever going to believe. Well, that's because that's what his wife keeps telling him on, on Twitter. <laughs> He'll probably have a new uh, wife mid-season and another baby. Whatever. Uh, I, so that's... Speaking of Trey Lance, really quick, I think the Niners are trash this year. I don't think Trey Lance is going to play. I think Jimmy G is going to – well, Jimmy G also gets hurt. I think the maybe, Niners maybe are trash this in. year, and part of me is just petty. And f you, Trent Williams. Like I hope your team is trash. I'm still sort of bitter that you left. Uh, the amount of money he got was ridiculous. Ridiculous for being that old. I guess he can't get suspended anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I am not. A, I I'm not a fan of paying overpaying one person on the on the line i think even sheriff making whatever boatloads of money he's making i think 17 million a year now i mean if that's if that's the floor which it is i mean no, no one's going to take a pay cut stay on the same team um he may be gone i I, I i think you keep him and honestly this this team that we're building like we are i mean that's the reason we got leno right we attract free agents now we have something special brewing and we have star power accumulating. We attract free agents. And honestly, like going back to the Aaron right. Rodgers thing. Well, we've, we've been also been smart with free agents, right? Like right. no one is, no one is getting overpaid. Right. I mean, I guess Landon Collins probably the most overpaid on the team, but even him, like he's not really getting, like he's still a safety, right? He's not making 20 million a year. I think Landon Collins has a much better season. And I think JDR told him to get lighter. And I think he has a little bit more understanding of what is expected of him. And I think he'll have a, a better season. So what do you do then? Because uh, he can't play free safety and, and Cam Curl's not a free safety. What do you do at free? <clears throat> I think you go nickel and you just have all three of them back there. Hmm. So it's essentially what you're going to do. I mean, I think we're going to be in nickel more than, than anything else. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I think Cam Curl was fantastic last year. If he doesn't take a step back in his sophomore season, I think um, I'd rather see him get more snaps than, than Collins. But we also what would be signed ideal a, is if he can, if, if someone can can play free, one of them. Didn't we also sign a stud free agent cornerback? What's his name? We did from uh, Carolina. Right. Yeah. Then so we got Fuller. We got him. I think we lost Fabian. Um, Which Jimmy Moreland's still around. Yeah, I mean, what are the holes on this team, right? The hole was linebacker, filled that one in the draft. Oh, uh, Williams Jackson the third, right? That was him. Yeah, Cincinnati, I think it was. Yeah, Cincy, Cincy. And for for pro football focus, he's he was one of the best cornerbacks last year. Yeah, I think Casserly came out saying he can easily take away an entire half of the field. That's crazy. Oh man, I completely forgot about Cincy and Burrow. I wonder how he does. Is he is he on track to be to be back? I mean, I think so. And I think the controversy in the draft was 
since he didn't draft uh, Penny Sewell or however you pronounce his name, um, and the Jets jumped up and got him, and everyone's like, Burrow got rocked last year. How can you not go out and draft an essentially guaranteed future Hall of Fame guard? Yeah, but it's also it's Cincinnati. Who cares about them? Hey, come on, man. Gruden ties. Uh, uh, what's Gruden doing nowadays? He's getting paid by Jacksonville and Washington. Probably. You know, picking up college slimmies, smoking some J's. Soon enough, he'll be on his brother's staff. Uh, I think he's lobbying for a media spot, too. Probably lobbying to take over uh, Monday Night Football. He's 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 too frat boy to be... Uh, well, he doesn't have media. a strong personality. He's not. He's not Jay. He's not John's. You know, loud. He's, he's too. He's too frat boy. I mean, I could see like Barstool Sports having like NFL coverage, and he could just be taking like keg stands and just get 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 on the hot mic talking shit about everybody. Be like, oh, he stole my girl. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Let's put a bow on the show. Um, we got. Uh, playoffs um and what three days or less it's going to be exciting yeah two washington teams in the playoffs um you know we didn't talk Nats, but not doing too so they're not not, they're not worth talking about at this point stevie's uh who (laughs) (laughs) the one the one major nats fan on the show who we gotta bring him back on who (laughs) who's joe who this is the Paul and Paul show, FP and LP show. It's been it's been that for the past what two years? <laughs> Honestly, like, there's no way anybody is still subscribed to this podcast. We're gonna push out this episode. We're gonna get two listens. It'll be you and me to see how our uh, our stream sounds using Zoom instead of Skype, and that'll be it. Why don't you plug your your new podcast? How many listens did you get on the first episode? Uh, I think we're at like 65 right now. I think we're wow. doing good. In what, 48 hours? That's awesome. Yeah. Good for uh, you. When are you going to bring on LP for as a guest uh, guest appearance there? <laughs> uh, I've LP, got some stuff to talk about. LP can come on whenever LP wants to come on. You get free reign on the show. Nice. I've got I've got a list of topics and I uh, found another one today. Yeah. I'll text you after the show. We we won't tell any of our listeners what it is. You have to tune into my, my other podcast for it. It's I'm called plugging. Beard Me Out. Beard Me Out podcast. BMO pod. Are you are you available on all platforms yet? I'm still waiting for Apple and Google to approve. They say it could take up to two weeks. What the hell? Yeah, it's weird. That sucks. Spotify right. was within ten seconds. Spotify all doesn't. Right. No fucks given. They're like, yep, sure. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll tweet out a link after the show. Uh, FP, it's been fun. We'll be back to talk playoffs. In a matter of days, we are Let's go, Caps.